0: Hello, my lovelies, and I hope you're having a good day and a good holiday season, and I hope that your Thanksgiving was at least okay, right? I hope it wasn't horrible. I know a lot of you are in different situations for the, for the holidays, I know that there are some of you that this may be your first year in no contact. So this particular, the first time around for everything is going to be super difficult. It's just like when someone dies and you have to see what everything looks like without them there. That's exactly what you're going through. The first year is just kind of I have to feel the loss But it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I hope a lot of you have caught on to that fact that there's no way around the pain. There's no way to get through it faster. I mean, the fastest way is letting yourself feel it. So if on Thanksgiving you just felt awful, that's fine feel it because guess what that is the only way through if you push those feelings down and say it's not happening i don't really feel terrible and the whole thing with my mother or my father or whomever the narcissist is is not happening then you're gonna you're that all of that feeling is gonna come squirting out later why not deal with it when it comes up? It's the best time to deal with it. Because you don't know how it's going to show its, its ugly head later. Just a friendly reminder that if you're listening to me for the first time, first of all, welcome. To please also follow me on Instagram at Escaping Narcissistic Mothers. I'll put the link in the show notes. Alright, so... Today is two days after Thanksgiving, and I apologize. I was going to do a podcast yesterday, but as luck would have it, (laughs) um, Thanksgiving night, I had terrible toothache. I spent all day yesterday kind of just taking, you know, Advil for the pain, and I'm a little bit better today, which is good. But This podcast is going to be a little bit of of a mishmash of things, because today's a, a special day for me, but I'll get to that later. So we talked about first Thanksgiving after you've gone no contact. What about a second or third Thanksgiving after you've gone no contact? For me, it's the fourth one. By the second one, you already know what it feels like, right? You already had the year before. This year is a little special for everybody because of COVID. I know that. But, I mean, a lot of people are still getting together. I know some of you were not with the narcissist because you weren't invited to Thanksgiving, right? That's their way of punishing you for telling the truth that is the worst thing you could do to a narcissist is tell the truth but the presence isn't going to be healthy for you and you may have felt horrible because you're still in a place of I still want to belong to this family I still want to be there and that must have felt awful for you again it's okay but the one piece of advice i do have is maybe start thinking about you being the one who who puts a distance between yourself and the narcissist because that puts that gives you the control not the narcissist right if it's mom or dad and they excluded you and you have a big family let's say why give them the power to do that to you and not you taking the power back and saying i'm done with these people they continue to hurt me i'm not going to be in contact with them and it's not a punishment to them it's for me right i i repeat that a lot i want you guys to hear that it's about you, not about them. Okay, so if it's if it's uh, second or third Thanksgiving, you're starting to see what it looks like and it's not that that big of a deal anymore. You're starting to have your own Thanksgiving traditions maybe. It just doesn't feel weird, right? For me, what felt weird was actually not my parents. This is the 4th year that I don't I'm not with them during Thanksgiving. It's that COVID <laughs> interfered in what we usually do, which is we do, do we go to a friend's house. We do a friend's Friendsgiving. And this year we didn't. And my daughter was with her her dad, so it was me and my husband. But you know what? It was very nice up until my tooth started hurting. It was very nice and calm, and we both really appreciated the fact that it was nice and calm, and it was up to us what we ate, what we watched on TV, or how we did it. So, it was a nice change. It was nice to feel that. So, we've been through... First year no contact sucks, right? First year of everything when you go no contact. First mother's day, ugh, really hard. First birthday, first Thanksgiving, first Christmas, first everything. Right. Um Sorry for the pause. Maybe I'll tell you guys later what the pause is about. I just... I sit outside in my back porch, um, and have a neighbor who is very loud, and she's just not loud. She screams at her little kids, and and I don't like it, so... When she's doing that and distracting me, it's it, it's beyond distraction. I haven't heard anything serious enough to call the cops on, but it's 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 bad when she gets going. She treats those kids terribly. Anyhow, okay. So back to to the holidays and 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 Thanksgiving and family. Okay, so the other, the other scenario here is you actually were with the family, with the dysfunctional family, with the crazy, you know, aunt or uncle or the crazy, you know, or, you know, with the narcissist and the people who believe the narcissist is a saint or an angel and you probably had to sit there and put up with being put down or Whatever the case, whatever happened to you specifically, there's so many things I can't possibly go through every scenario. I couldn't even guess what happened with you. But hopefully every encounter with the narcissist just gives you a clearer sense of who they are for real. And that no matter how much you try, how hard you try, things are not going to change That that person is the way they are. That's their personality. It's a personality disorder. Therefore, there's nothing to do. You can't change them. Okay. So those are the different scenarios. And if I didn't talk about something and it's your experience, if it's not, you know, first year no contact, several years of no contact... Or you were there? Tell me what happened. I'd love to hear it. You know, post it on, on in the comments under under my announcement of this podcast. Okay. Um, speaking of seeing the true color of the narcissist, today is a day that is hard on me every year. For the last five years. Because. And I may have. Mentioned it. A year ago today. uh, in, In this podcast. Today's November 28th. And five years ago today. Someone who. Was not. I wasn't super close to this person. But. Nonetheless. They were a great influence on me. He was a person I worked with at my very first job in New York. I worked there for eight years. I worked for a large hospital. I mean, large. It was uh, well-known in New York City. If I say the name, I just don't want to get specific, but it's well-known hospital in New York City. And I used to have lunch with him almost every day. He is about 15 to 17 years older than me. And we used to have lunch almost every day in in the the lunchroom area. And he used to tell me stories, you know, about he was married and, and he had two boys. And he used to tell me stories. And he used to live... Outside of the city. He lived um, north of the city, and it would take him an hour at least by train by Metro North to get home. But he would leave work just so that he could umpire a game for his kids or just be there to see the game. I always saw him as this is the guy. That if I got to choose, this is the guy I would marry. Or at least someone exactly like him, right? Not him, but someone who was like him. He was my example of a good husband and a good father, right? Today is the five-year anniversary of his passing, And he will never know how much he meant to me. I don't think I knew until the day that I heard of his passing. Now, let me tell you the story. I had a bad tooth. I have issues. Uh, Graves' disease causes your teeth to literally rot out of your head. And I had gone on this day five years ago. To the dentist to get my tooth pulled. And when I got home, I had a message from a friend of mine from that job telling me that he had passed away. So, okay, I didn't have my tooth pulled today. The tooth pull pulling happened a few days later um, because she told me like four or five days after it happened. But he did pass away on the 28th. Anyway... I'm home and I have a giant, you know, glob of gauze in my mouth. I'm trying to, you know, bite down on it because that's what you have to do when you get a tooth pulled. And so you don't bleed, you know, it stops the bleeding. And my parents came over and I'm not even sure why I told them, I guess I had, I was getting my tooth pulled and They somehow decided to come over. When I read the message from my friend, I began to sob uncontrollably because it's so unfair. It was unfair to me that this person had just died. He was still very young. And we this planet was just a better place because he was in it. I don't know if I had would have survived my pregnancy without him because I couldn't eat. I had nausea a lot and just sitting with him and, and hearing his stories about when his wife was pregnant and I was able to eat lunch every day. He meant the world to me. And, and like I said, I didn't even realize it in, uh, until he, he passed on. So here's where I can connect this to a narcissist. So my parents come over and I write on a piece of paper because I was sobbing and I had a huge clump of gauze in my mouth. I, I wrote down, so-and-so passed away. And my mother looked at me. Like, I was crying for no reason is the best way I can describe the look she had on her face. Why are you crying? What's the big deal? That kind of look. Instead of her coming and sitting next to me, putting her arm around me and saying, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that you're in pain right now. So I got to see many, many times before I went no contact, before she did what she did to me that that pushed me over the edge, before I found out that they kept a secret like I have three brothers. (laughs) I saw things like that, and I never, I let it pass. I even kind of felt bad. I felt like maybe I shouldn't be feeling bad about his death. Maybe, you know, why do I feel bad? You're supposed to feel your feelings. And that was my true reaction to the news that he had passed away. He was a wonderful person. And unfortunately, the way he he passed was even more more dramatic. It was sudden. Um, He had had back surgery and I was lucky enough to have visited New York February of that year and actually sat in that same cafeteria that I sat with him many, many times, many, many years ago and talked to him. But I noticed that he looked fragile and frail. As a matter of fact, coincidentally, it was the first day he was back since the back surgery. And the way that he passed away was that he he had a clot from the surgery go into his heart and they went in they, they rushed him to the hospital. I mean it's New York City. They rushed him to the hospital. He died on the operating bed, you know. They couldn't save him. This is a person that that shouldn't have died. You know, we think about how unfair life is sometimes, and that was unfair. That was just unfair. He was a person who deserved to be around, who deserved to see his sons. I mean, they were, his sons are adults. He already had a grandchild. He showed me a picture. So proud of his kids. He is someone who deserved that, to see that. And his family deserved to have him around, his wife, his sons. Today, I can't imagine how his wife is feeling, how his kids are feeling, because I'm feeling it. I remember looking his son up in Facebook, because he didn't have a Facebook page. And I remember him telling me, you know, I didn't hear him say his kids' names all that much, you know, by name, specifically, once in a while, it had been years, but he mentioned him when I saw him in February, and I looked him up, and then I went and clicked on all of his friends, his son's friends, every single one had changed their profile picture to a picture with this man, every single one, it is a testament to To the type of person he was. How much he loved people. And how much people loved him. So. This is my tribute. To him. I can't do anything. I. His wife didn't even know I existed. I bet. But. This is my tribute to Marty. Marty. You were more to me than you could have ever known I found the husband like you a man like you and every year I will remember the day that this world lost a great person alright guys I'm sorry that this turned um, a little bit unhappy but I'm happy because he was in my life because I got to know him I am happy and I know that, that I have people in my life that I will see again someday at least I hope so so with those words I hope that you can now grieve openly when you need to that you can feel your feelings because we can and we should and we need to we cannot suppress our feelings because that's going to hurt us later later on and that we we give tribute to those people we care about regardless of what the narcissist in our life thinks I hope you have a great season, holiday season. I know this is this is the stressful part of the holidays, right? Right when you have to start buying gifts. I know it sucks. <laughs> I'm right there with you. <laughs> but I will make more podcasts relating to how to, you know, just handle this. And, and all of our feelings are just on, on high right now. Anyway, so... Things can get a little tricky, a little tough right now. So I'm sending you my love. I'm sending you my compassion. I'm giving you permission to feel what you feel. And until next time.